2: Recorded live. Hello, I'm going on the record. This is Minister Sheddik in Israel, and this is Thursday night's fellowship line. The time now is 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, um, 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. Um, And today's date is June the 4th, 2015. And um, I was wondering, who's all online right now? Okay, well, I just go and put on the record there's been a a lot going on in the media. Uh, But before uh, before I talk about that, i just want to put on record that we are on break um, until next, well, we're on break for three weeks, or we're returning, uh, what is it, I
3: wanna say June
2: seventeenth uh, if I'm not mistaken. And um that's gonna be uh, enough time for everybody to collect their thoughts and, you know, um go over everything that we learned in our real estate investment program and a whole lot of every you know to catch up on a lot of their uh, domestic affairs, but in the uh, meantime, there's been a whole lot of uh, things going on in the news. We had uh, everything from um, we had everything from people uh, doing uh, gender identity conversions to um what's been going? what else has been going on? The Patriot Act being revamped. Um to um uh, family uh I guess you could say family secrets coming forth in the public. Um, and I mean this is this is life. Um this is what's going on in the media um None of this stuff is taboo. A lot of this stuff has been going on since Adam. Um, And the thing that, you know, a lot of us have to understand that when we're seeing these things, these things have not just started happening in our lifetime. These things have been going on forever. It's just that we are now paying attention to them because there are things that are being done in our generation that, is, that are infecting us in some way, shape, or form. Uh, first and foremost, there was the revamping of the Patriot Act. And the Patriot Act was um, an act that gave NSK, uh authority to collect phone information without a warrant. And now, um, it expired uh, some time ago, actually a couple of days ago. And now the NSA, um, they they want to say, oh, it, now it completely, you know, it was stated that it did not stop them from collecting phone records. What ends up happening is the Patriot Act was then renamed the U.S. Freedom uh the US Freedom Act but this time what they were doing was they would have to collect they can collect phone information but they would have to go through the FISA court which is the federal 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 information security uh agent uh of
4: federal I think it's federal oh, what is it I just had it yesterday give me just a second
3: Give me just a second.
2: Oh, and I guess that... Okay, well, it's supposed to go through the FISA court. And um, they're uh, supposed to be able to obtain some type of warrant through the FISA court, Um, and that's the only way that they will be able to collect some type of phone record. Um. And in light of that, I found out some very interesting information uh, from CNN newsroom that stated, and I don't know if the man meant to say it on, I don't know if he said it on purpose or it just slipped out, but he said, and I had, I I didn't sleep because I was trying to research it, but he must have said something about how the NSA, he's like, yeah, because see, the NSA is the military. I was like, "Well, wait a minute." I thought that the NSA and the United States military were two totally different agencies. He said, "Yeah, because uh, Admiral Admiral somebody was over the NSA," and I was like, "Wait a minute, when did that happen?"
0: I said, "I was just like,
2: no, 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 no." I just like, yeah, so. A lot of our brothers and sisters really need to start taking a hard look at the way this government structure is set up because it's a lot of stuff going on where they're saying stuff on these little C-SPAN, these little C-SPAN chamber uh, congregations, and a lot of us are not knowing these things, you know, like they're putting it out there in the public, but like, we don't know these things. And that really, really threw me off. So I found out that the NSA is the military. <laughs> and I'm just thinking maybe he didn't mean to say it that way, but he said it. He said it little well. Um, it was on the newsroom. Uh, I can't remember the uh, the Caucasoid's name, some lady. It wasn't Meg- Megyn Kelly, for crying out loud. Um, speaking of Megyn Kelly, she... Um, interviewed the family who has a show, I think, on TLC or some other uh, channel, uh, 19 and Counting, which is a uh, show well, about a family who has 19 children. And uh, there's supposed to be a uh, Christian moral, uh, Christian moralistic uh, family uh, who a couple of days ago ended up in the news because their son who is now 27, admitted that when he was 14 years old that he was sexually abusing his younger sisters, uh, or should I say he was uh, he committed molestation towards uh, his younger sisters, I think four, if I'm not mistaken, or three. And um, it uh, was told to me that the information was leaked and how what ended up happening was he went to them several times and told them, you know, that he needed help. But eventually, what ended up happening was they kind of brushed it off, and somehow ended up in the media. And um, now there uh, now there's a lot of backfire on the parents because the parents they were wondering why the parents never came forth. To, um, you know why they never? Okay, the issue was the parents always preach about having more, you know, having morals and, you know, you should be a Christian first and, you know, it's not right to be homosexual, which is not, and um, it's um, you know, you shouldn't shun people. You know, you gotta practice what you preach. and all these other different things, you know, that people who had a slip of the tongue, you know, since, you know, teens seem to criticize other people's moralistic values, and they suffered um, the same fate of people who ended up uh, talking with Fort fourth tongue. So... Um, they came forth and said that, you know, a lot of people were wondering why they tried to sugarcoat it, you know, try to put some sprinkle, sprinkle some sprinkles on it, try to make it look sweet. Like, hey, you know, my son's not a child molester. He, all he did was just grope the dress. or <laughs> He just, he just, he didn't touch them. He didn't insert himself in there. He just touched them. And even the sisters came forth and was just like, well, no, he didn't molest us. You know, we would know because we were, you know, we were the victims, so we know. And um, I just thought it was really interesting. And uh, another um, headline, I guess you can call it, if you want to call it that, because I don't see why it's news, um, a couple of days ago, and it's been hitting the media waves like crazy, Twitter, Facebook, wherever, the social media, and Mass media is made news that the guy who was once known as Bruce Jenner, who was athlete, has now become Caitlyn Jenner. Uh, Someone made a pun the other day and referred to him as uh, Bruce Trans Jenner. I thought it was kind of funny, but um, what was happening was uh, this man, um, he had been a very... Prestigious athlete, like in the, maybe the 60s or 70s or something like that. And he was going through the transition of becoming a woman. And now he's finally become a woman. And, um, he was, his face was put on, uh, uh a copy of Vanity Fair. He did, um, he did a two hour special with Diane Sawyer or somebody like that. I don't know, I can't remember. And um everybody's been patting him on the back. But it was a, a aftermath uh of because there were certain people who did not agree. Um uh Snoop Dogg spoke out, he was like, you know, he was upset because, you know. You got Bruce Jenner. You decided to do a a story on Bruce Jenner who he says in his opinion, is nothing but a science project. And um, he said, but you ignored the fact that the rapper Akon has started this uh, pilot program where he's going to be able to serve 600 million, 600 million people in Africa with – uh. With an Natural Energy or something like that? I can't remember what it was. And um, he was upset that that didn't make headlines like it usually, you know, like the Bruce Jenner talk. Then there was an issue with Charlemagne who did um, – Charlemagne and Antoine Dodson, they both were uh, chatting on um, – they both were chatting, uh, did an interview on Vlad TV, and Charmaine suffered backlash from the uh Twitter community because apparently he had a I guess a one on one conversation with Bruce Jenner, quote unquote. And um he had asked Bruce Jenner, what are he said, so what are you? Are you homosexual or are you heterosexual? He said, I'm heterosexual. And he said, he said, so you're he asked he said so you're a woman who likes men, right? Because you are heterosexual. He said, no, I'm a I'm a a woman who likes. He said, no, I like women. So Charmaine, and it's confusing to me. Charmaine went on Twitter and said, Bruce Jenner, you're not heterosexual. You're a lesbian, and so the the I guess the Twitter community went after him and was just like you're transphobic. You don't understand what that means, and all this other different stuff. uh, uh, Charmaine, he was upset because he said that he felt like his intelligence was insulted because if he if he, he he thought that he was being correct when he had stated what he stated, and he wanted to know, well, what is it that I should call him? Because if you are a man who identifies as a woman but you still have male parts and you like women, then he was under the assumption that you would be a lesbian. And um, he just felt like, you know, no one should come after him because he does not understand it and uh, Antoine Dotson also was asked the same, he was also asked, you know, what he thought about it, and he just said that he was against it because he couldn't understand why he would wait so late in his, you know, three failed marriages and after his athletic career to, you know, and uh, quote-unquote wait till you're 105 years old to, you know, become a woman. So and he said he was completely against it, and you know a lot of people are completely against it. All, and all in all, I can see how it is not beneficial, only because there's a it's, it's a lot of confusion for the people who have to deal with it, and you know if if it's if it's a deviation there that causes confusion. So that wouldn't be accepted, and I don't think even after Bruce Jenner, it still won't be accepted. The only people who are accepting it is the people who can capitalize off it, because it's a trend now. It's a fad, you know. And even Antoine Dodson stated in his in his interview that you know, gotta be careful what you say in the media because those type of people they run, as he emphasized, they run the media. So this may be, you know. A lot of people, are, you know, are stating their opinions, but you say that these people are out there, and you know, they're like vultures, you say something about them, they're gonna go on a rant. They're gonna terrorize you. So, um, this is just some of the stuff that's. Go- oh, and then there may then there is the news. There's a local news where this young man was killed in uh, the Chatham County Correctional Facility. Um. He well he died in the correctional facility, and the police is under investigation because the report that they gave about what happened did not match what the police, uh, what the what the investigators found. Their records don't match the times that was put, which was uh investigated the point. And so now they're being called into question because the young man was strapped inside of a constraint chair, uh, and he was strapped inside a constraint chair or something like that, Um, and some other different stuff happened in between that or after that where I think he needed medical attention, and he did not get it, and they wanted to know, because the record showed that there was maybe a an hour and something time lapse that had went by before the officers who said that they were assaulted by the young man had called for medical attention. And they wanted to, and the police are no and the investigators are trying to figure out well why did you wait? Why did you wait an hour and something minutes, you know, when you told us, you know, that you had the situation under control, but why did you not give him medical attention? And then there is the guy, there is a case going on now where a, a so-called African-American male is under investigation because he, I guess, apparently killed the family. But they said that, now this is funny to me, they said it, they found, how they do to find out that this guy was the the, the one who did the killing was that he his fingerprints was found on a slice of pizza crust. Um, <laughs> I don't know how that works, but um I just thought that, that was um that could be anybody's fingerprint to to me that could be anybody's fingerprint, but I mean if forensics wants to go with the fact that they found his fingerprint on the pizza crust. Hey, um just be able to prove it, prove it in a court of law. I mean, I'm not saying he didn't do it. I just think it's frivolous. You know, but if that's what they say they filed, let the let the evidence prevail in the court of law. Um, yeah, it's been a lot going on as of now. And um that's the stuff that made the headlines and, um, well so far, and I just thought I would put that out on the public record. Um, once again, I'm gonna ask who's on the line because I'm not able to see who's there. Is there anyone out uh, on the line that I did not hear? Okay. Well, on that note, um,
4: Hello?
0: Calling on the record, this is Sister Ruth, this is Tyler Judith,
4: have you Yes, Sister, how are you?
0: Good, how are you, brother?
2: I'm, I'm okay. I'm. It's been a long day. Um, <laughs> it's been a long day. I was up since five. Um, I guess you can say summer classes started back, and I just have to it's almost kind of like it's like having jet lag. You got to kind of get used to the time now because I'm not used to getting up at five in the morning. It's been a while. But
4: um, I'm making the best of it. How was your day, sister?
0: Uh, very long day, but it's a trip nonetheless and all is well, so I really can't complain.
4: Praise the Lord on that. I um.
2: I sent the president with uh, precedent with some articles or some headlines um, that's been talked about for like the last couple of days. I wanted to know: Have you heard um, the last couple of things that I had talked about? And if you did, if you wanted to like share your opinion about it, because I'm it's <laughs> a lot of this stuff is like. And a lot of people don't see what time, the, the times that we're in, you know, this is, what's your, did you hear anything I talked about? And, and if you did, what was your opinion?
0: I heard about the pizza Um <laughs> <laughs> Oh,
4: man. <laughs> that was a lot. I
0: mean, to be honest with you, I'm just like, are you serious? I mean, yeah. Has, a lot of fingerprints. I'm serious a lot of fingerprints and I'm sure a lot of DNA in that place. Um,
4: mm-hmm.
0: and I mean on pizza crust it's just it it makes absolutely no sense to me whatsoever, but I mean hopefully somehow it will make sense. I don't know. I just
4: I couldn't like-
2: like, for me, they're going to have to make that make sense.
4: <laughs> you know, like,
2: they're going to have to make that make sense. I still don't see how they're going to get away with that. But like I said, um, you know, if, you know, the forensics say that they found the favorite on the pizza crust, we gonna, we'll we see. We'll see. I, I, I just, I don't know. Uh, that just sounds skeptical with me. Uh
0: okay, but what does that mean though? It is on the pizza crust and what? So murder <laughs> people, I mean I'm just not I don't see the correlation completely. I really don't. And, just,
2: and I think that's the confusion for a lot of people because a lot of people are saying that, well, you know, he that could have been mixed company, and anybody could fingerprints that could have been on that, and you're saying that you found his fingerprints on the piece of us you sure it wasn't one of the family members, you know I mean it was their house, you know, so I was thinking that they might have been some, it might have been the dad's fingerprint or it might have been the brother's fingerprint if it, if they had any male figures in the house but they said it was they said it was his fingerprint, and I was just like, man. I don't know if this is a plight to to start having crimes and creating crimes and then trying to frame people for them because this has happened before. Um, in I think in Ohio where a black male was picked up by I think it was Ohio or no, St. Louis I think it was, where a black male a couple of years several years ago was picked up by the police constantly and they were asking him to find a body that they want no, they were trying to convict him of this crime, and he was just like, "I'll get you a body, I'll get you a body. If you let me go, I'll get you a body." Was just like, "Yep, you gotta have a body." And they were the, the these police officers were convicted, and I think they were also indicted, and I think they did serve some criminal time. Um, I'm not sure what they got charged with if I can remember, but yeah, um, this has happened before, but. I don't. I I really don't know the surroundings of it. All I know is that CNN say they got some fingerprints on the pizza crust. Um, I'm gonna leave that like that because that just sounds like some some news, some last minute news. They couldn't find some. They couldn't find any news, so they created one. Um,
0: you hear when his lawyer came on to talk, ma'am. And his lawyer came on, and um,
2: oh, oh man,
0: his explanation—I mean, <laughs> his explanation was: my client doesn't like pizza. He doesn't eat pizza. Nobody in his family eats pizza. Um, he's not even from the region that he's from. It's not like a native dish.
4: That. <laughs>
0: I'm looking at this like what? I mean, this is your explanation
2: as to why is I mean, that this... that his fingerprints is on the pizza? Good luck with that. It's <laughs> all I gotta say. Just good luck with that because um I mean that that's like saying I found a pencil and it had his fingerprints on it. That could be anybody's fingerprint. Are you kidding me? But, again, you know, it's all about proving it and, you know, because a lot of uh, analysts were on there, and they were just like, that doesn't make sense at all, but good luck. And that was my take on it. And so, like, again, I say good luck with that. You know, if CNN doesn't need a story that bad, or Fox News and not need a story that bad, God bless them, because I'm telling you, that is ridiculous. Uh, what is you... Did you, let me ask you a question. Did you hear, were you keeping up with the Patriot Act? Not that it means uh, Hill of Beans to me at all, because they're going to do what they want to do. But did you hear about the Patriot Act sister?
0: No. Mm -mm.
2: Okay, well, apparently what ended up happening was the Patriot Act was in the question, Uh, Rand Paul and another uh, party were, uh, debating over it for several days, and then eventually what happened happening was the uh, Patriot Act expired now the patriot Act is a, uh, it was signed in uh, is a bill that was signed into law that gave the nSA which is the national security uh, the Nation, which is the national security agency um, that uh, it gave them the right to collect phone data without a warrant. And um, that expired. But here is how they got over on the American people. <laughs> so they dropped the name the Patriot Act, and then they they renamed it. Tell me they revamped it. They renamed it. All they did was renamed it the U.S. Freedom Act, <laughs> which says, yeah, you can get phone, if, you can collect phone data, but you got to go through the FISA court and get a warrant. I'm like, man, let me tell you, Phil, so, money talks, and I'm guessing at this particular point, it really depends on how well they really know this judge. Man, they ain't going to out the hell out of those judges with a warrant for a warrant. I mean, that's not a piece of cake to them. All you did was just, you didn't make it harder for them. You just made the deal look more interesting, if you ask me. But um, what is your thought on that? That was, that was something that was hot topic for the last
4: couple of days.
0: I did hear that.
4: Yeah,
0: uh, about the expiration. I didn't hear about it being renamed, but I did yeah.
4: know
0: that you gotta watch these bills and um, acts that they put out because they'll have one name on there, and you don't think that it has to do with that, and mm-hmm. they something else in there that completely has nothing to do with it.
4: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So doesn't
0: surprise
4: me. It happens
2: all the time unfortunately. Mm. It really does. So I'm just I'm really not surprised by anything they do anymore. Yeah. It's it's that's been um it's been the uh, I guess you could say one of the hot topics. Um, another hot topic. It's not really so hot considering what it is. Of course Uh, Bruce Jenner, who now "quote unquote" Kate Jenner or Caitlyn Jenner or whatever he wants to call himself, he uh, has become a full, full full-fledged eunuch. Because I don't consider him a woman. I'm not being dis—I'm not being disrespectful. Because under my under my understanding, he is still considered a man because he doesn't have the parts. He doesn't. You know, he doesn't have the parts or the equipment to be a woman, so I calls him a eunuch, and he's been getting all this attention, and um several people have separate backlash uh by not agreeing with what he was saying, like Charmaine did a vlad t v uh he did a vlad t v uh interview, and he was talking about how he was on Twitter. 'Cause he had a conversation with Jenner and he'd asked Jenner, you know, so you're a woman now. And he was like, Do you like men? And he said, No, I like women. So he said he because he, he said, No, I'm not homosexual, I'm heterosexual. He said, I like women. So he went on Twitter and uh Charlemagne stated, tweeted that Bruce Jenner is not uh Uh, Bruce Jenner is not homosexual, he's a a lesbian. No, he said he's not heterosexual, he's a lesbian. That's how he stated it. Bruce Jenner is not heterosexual, he's a lesbian. Because in his mind, if Bruce Jenner was a man who transformed into a woman who doesn't like men but he loves women, then he would have considered him a lesbian. The Twitter community went off on um, Charlemagne and called him transphobic and all this other different stuff. But Charlemagne, and you know who Charlemagne is Charlemagne is the, the, the black guy who, or the guy, the brother who um, used to do the Wendy Williams radio uh, show. And uh, he also has the radio show, I think, in Jersey or New York or one of those other different places. And he stated that he was upset because he felt like his intelligence was insulted because if he's, you know, he's trying to make sense of something that doesn't make sense and he wanted to know why, you know, what what is it that he was supposed to call him? I mean, <laughs> I mean this is good. I mean, I'm not confused about it. It just sounds really dumb. I just wanted to know, what was your opinion about the whole thing, if you heard it, if you heard anything
4: about it?
0: I didn't hear it. I did hear that um, Bruce Jenner is now Caitlyn Jenner. Um, I thought that he was going to go through with the complete thing. Um, so I guess that means he only got the breast done, and not breast. Um, I'm confused myself. <laughs> not <to be> <laughs> you know, I don't know what to say either, you know. I feel like when I say he, it's something's wrong because I'm saying he when he's saying, you know, I'm not a he, I'm a she. And, you know, I would have thought the same thing too. If you're saying you're a female and you like females, then you're not heterosexual, you know, it's like, how can you say I'm not a man, I'm a woman, and then say you're heterosexual? I mean, I don't get that, and, you know, I don't understand the whole thing, so, you know,
4: (laughs) I don't know.
2: You know, and the sad part about it is, I think, not even I think, I can see why, now I can see why it's considered sexually deviant because there's confusion in it. Not for the not just for the people who have gender dysphoria because that's exactly what he has, according to the DSM was the SMV, the Diagnosis and Standards of Manual, uh, Volume I think it's Volume Four now or Volume Five, is considered as gender dysphoria. Um. But he, you know, what was I about to say? I lost my train of thought. It's confusing for other people around him because, you know, the people who are in the, that community have become their own, I guess you could say, little clique or bullies. And they have basically become the thing that they hate the most. They don't like anybody to question them or uh, use quote-unquote pronouns. That's been the big thing now, like, don't use pronouns. But yet still, you're using pronouns, and then when someone else is trying to make sense of how you're using the pronouns, they are somehow being politically incorrect, and that is uh, that's deviant. That is as deviant as anything I've ever seen in my life, and I've seen a lot of different things, but from what I do know is that this behavior is not just starting with Bruce Jenner. It started with a whole lot of different people, but I think just the whole, that whole community and anybody who associates with that lifestyle has Caused enough confusion for the people that have to deal with it because they don't they don't they're not understanding it now because like Antoine Dodson who was at one point homosexual stated that these people are celebrating sexuality not that they love the people that they're supposedly dealing with but they're just celebrating sexuality because they don't even know who they are and because they don't know who they are. They can't. They can't really identify the sexuality that they're trying to promote, and so it's hard for other different. It's hard for other people to grasp that, and even you know, it's like the it's like the same trying to understand the insane. That'll never happen. I don't think that we'll under. We won't understand it, even with Bruce Jenner. We won't understand it, <clears throat> and. Yeah. I think, you know, we're right at that mark in this generation. And I see it now more than ever because everything is starting to come to a head. It's like a it's like a major bubble effect. You got the whole thing going on with the government, and it just seems so convenient that they would let this, they would, uh, I even say idolize this community, knowing what will transpire from that, and it's just all kinds of hell right now. And people aren't seeing it for what it is now. They're not seeing it. They, I guess people who are in this mindset that we're in, they're not seeing the changes and what, should, what is about to become of all this. And I always just say, I say to myself, you know something, These people who are doing this stuff are going to wish that they had not done it because there's going to come a time where the laws are going to change that are not going to favor that type of behavior, and then what are they going to do then? can't say, well, the United States government gave me my right, so I got the right to do it. You can't say that to a new administration because that new administration comes with new jurisdictions, and they don't really care about what the United States, who's a debtor, by the way, has granted you an amnesty. They don't care about that. So, um I hope it was all worth it, you know, you stuffing plastic in your chest and thinking that you made it in Hollywood and you you know, think it would make people respect you even more. That's a sad reality. Um, I just uh, hope it was all worth it for them, you know. But um, is there anything you want to uh, share, sister? Those are just some hot top. Those are just some topics that I had put on the table. Um, to open up with.
0: No, I think they were really good topics. Um, when I was in the grocery store the other day, I saw an individual who had gone through the change. And mm-hmm. I mean, I was just going through the grocery store mind of my business, to be honest with you. And I wasn't
4: ready for
0: it. I just wasn't ready for that. Like I, I wasn't expecting <laughs> <to see>. <laughs> <laughs> really tall like um
4: oh
0: uh, maybe three six, five very tall and not just tall but When I look at the individual, I'm just was like, oh, shoot, like,
4: I've
0: seen the individual looking at me like, how was I going to get there? And I don't know. See, for me, I have a problem uh, with my facial expressions. I have a problem. Like, my face, you know, everything. <laughs> so...
4: Oh.
0: oh Lord! <laughs> I how I, look. I really don't know how I look. All I know was I must have looked some kind of way because the next thing I seen was their face, and they were like, uh, you know, and then they kind of like just turned like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry.
2: I can. cause you know what? I can. I can see your face, and then I can see their face. <laughs> But I think what's even more
4: worse is that <laughs> it, it probably scared you. It probably scared you, Lord. That it made him mad, and
2: I—I I can't imagine what it was. I, I can't imagine what you probably were thinking, Lord. You probably like, oh my gosh, what was I- that?
0: I just said in my mind, I said, yeah, I wasn't ready for that. I just, I wasn't ready. Like, you know, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, and, you know, I felt bad because I'm like, dang, I must have really looked some kind of way. And, um, but it was still some more time where I could like kind of kind of gather myself together and, and you know, give a, a decent
4: greeting. Mm-hmm.
0: So I just like, I got together real quick and then I just looked at the individual and I said, hello, you know, how are you? Just like straight up, you know, because I never want to um be the cause of someone feeling
2: yeah you
0: know bad yeah
2: you know we living in society you have to be um you have to be sensitive no you have to be um, careful quote unquote what you say to Society has become very sensitive about certain things, you know. Um, we have to be equal, you know. No one, no one can have any opinions. Right. But yes, still, you, you, you see, but it's a major contradiction because everyone has an opinion, even the people who don't like other people's opinions. So, you know, um, but this is America, you know. Um, this. Oh, no, this is the United States. This is the beast. So you can do you can you can be a hypocrite here, you know, um and the one thing I like about being in tribes is we now have to deal with learning how not to be a hypocrite. And it's hard. But we know now that we if we don't deal with it, it will consume us. And we'll be we'll'll we'll, we'll suffer internally because we will ha, we'll be holding on to guilt that we know we shouldn't have to hold on to, and you know that's something that we have we've had to learn to deal with since we've been in this nation you know is dealing with our ego and making sure that you know we're being conscious about what it is that we do Lord knows that. It hasn't always been easy for me, but I'm I'm trying as much as I possibly could and um, doing more than I am trying, but hope in the end that it will be of some effect, you know, so I can bring about some type of balance in my life um, and hope the same for everyone else. Um, Is there anyone else online uh, that came online since uh,
4: Sister uh, Octi-Roof and I? Okay. Uh, Because I'm not able to see. I'm not even on uh, what's it called. Um,
2: I'm not even on the site. Um, Here's something else that's really, really interesting. Let me ask you a, a question. Sister, do you remember this lady uh, named Chandra Levy? Uh, is that the one that has the, the TV show? Say that
0: one
2: more time. She has the TV show? No. Well, no, that's the lady. She was a congressional intern back in 2001. And uh, apparently she got murdered while she was on some she was on some hiking trail or something. Like she was running in the middle of the day and just Um, eventually she ended up disappearing and uh, uh, last I heard they couldn't find her then now they're doing well. what ended up happening was the man who was convicted of her death got a retrial and I was trying to figure out like why was that even important the man I'm Honestly, I don't really care. I just thought that was pretty – I mean, I just thought it was – it made news. And not to say I don't care about the lady because, you know, I think every – you know, a death is a death and, you know, you should – there should always be justice. But I'm just like, look, if you know you did it, then you, you did it, you know. It is no contest the last other couple of years. It shouldn't really be no contest now, but he got time for it. Um, and now he's got a retrial. And I just thought that you heard about the lady Chandra Levy. It's like, this the case is like 14 years old.
4: <laughs>
2: it's a real old, so you probably wouldn't know Chandra Levy, but I just thought that it would make, I just thought I would put it on public record. Where in the, the heavens is, okay, I guess I don't have it. But um, all in all, um, we were – let me just say this. I'm taking what you call sociology of law this summer, and um, it's dealing with this different social theories and how it's applicable to law. You're dealing with social theories like um, uh, labor and uh, – Who else? um, Karl Marx and um, Durkheim. These are some of the social fundamentalists who tried to, who I guess you can say, rationalize or theorize why law works the way that it does, according to uh, social stratification, um, uh, symbolic interaction, and social conflict, dealing with the rich. Talking about how the rich over uh, uh, dominates over the poor, and uh, how all parts are interconnected, and you know the poor is just always victims, and the rich are capitalists, and all this other different stuff. Now, let me get your opinion on this. My professor, I respect him. I respect him. You know, he. uh, I respect him in what he does. But let me just get this very, very straight. If you're sitting in front of a teacher who's constantly giving you an explanation for why certain things are done, but then after all that he's telling you, this is his response. Well, they can just do what they want to do. But then you're trying to tell them, not, not going too much into detail, but just letting them know that no, they, that's not how the world works because there's always a way out of something. But his answer for everything is, well, they can do what they want to do. No, they can do what they want to do. Well, how would that make you feel?
0: He's saying they can do what they want to do. Why? Because they have money or...? Yeah, like, that's what he's, that's
2: that's his answer for every everything. They can, they, they, can they, <laughs> they can do what they want to do. They can do what they want to do. They can do what they want to do. You can't challenge them.
4: They can do what they want. I'm like, are you kidding me? You meant to tell me
2: you went to, you love to say, uh, I, you went to some university. Uh, oh, my God, what's the name of the university in Florida? I can't remember. It starts with an H. It's on the tip of my tongue. I just can't get it off. You talk about how you got a law degree from there. or Not a law degree. You got a uh, sociology a PhD. Um, uh, in, in uh, sociology, and uh, a sociology PhD, and you also study gender roles and all this other different stuff, but your answer for everything is, oh, the rich, they can do what they want to do. Oh, the judge, they can do what they want to do because they got money. I'm just like, well, what message are you sending to your students who will be graduating in the next couple of months? or a next semester from now, or a year from now? What kind of message are you, especially the so-called African Americans, because it's the HBCU, and what kind of message are you sending to these people who are going out in the world, you know, that you quote-unquote say are trying to capitalize off them? You're giving them the impression, impression, you're setting the precedent up where they are automatically going to fail, like, it's just no hope, so you're not supposed to just accept your fate. Like, you're just always going to be poor. And I was like, I can't be in the right damn class.
4: <laughs> it,
2: sister, I'm not lying to you. I respect any teacher who is all about teaching, but for the life of me, don't you dare sit there and try to make it seem like there's just only one way out in life. That's not fair to the people who done paid all this money, who done paid all this tuition to hear you teach them a way out. And if your answer for everything is they can do what they want to do, you got to pay your taxes because they can do what they want to do. I'm like, let me, i give you an example. He started talking about mortgages, about how if you get a mortgage, the banks can sell, your, they can sell your mortgage to a third-party entity. But they can do what they want to do. I said, no, they can't. That's not how that works. I said, what you can do is you can do a securitization audit. He said, excuse me? I said, you can do a securitization audit. He starts laughing like, well, what is that supposed to do? I say, well, sir, what you're trying to—I say, what you're saying to the class is that when you're filing a mortgage, and you have uh, whether it's an assumable mortgage or uh, uh, assumable more, assumable mortgage or an adjustable rate mortgage or whatever type of mortgage it is, the people who have given you that mortgage, the bank, what they do is they uh, they set they set up a or there is a second mortgage market that is set up for mortgage-backed securities, or CMOs, or collateralized, collateralized, collateralized uh, mortgage obligations, which are nothing but uh, mortgage, uh, they call them mortgage pass-through securities or mortgage-backed securities, and they put them, they, they sell them to all types of investors, and they also sell them to Freddie Mac and Guinea Mae. Which are two federal, uh, federal housing agencies who deal with mortgages, and they resell them to investors. And I say what ends up happening is your mortgage becomes grouped with other different mortgages, and they sell them as they securitize them. So what you do is you hire someone to do a securitization audit. Basically, what they're doing is they're checking to see where the loan is in a database of other different loans, and once you find out where your loan is, you find out who has become the new owner on that mortgage, and then you take their ass to court. The class looking at me like, what the hell is he talking about? The teacher's answer? You want to know what his answer is? That hell is it going to do anything. They can do what they want to do. I was like, you got to stop saying that. That really <laughs> hurt my nerves. <laughs> Sister, I ain't going to lie. Ever since I've been around Priestland, it really, being in trial. let me tell you something, and I know you have experienced this, but don't you just hate when you're dealing with people who have a one We answer in life. Well, I just don't, I mean, well, they got power. They can do what they want to do. Like, that's the answer for everything, and i just kind of like, no, it's not. It don't work that way. Oh, don't even get me started on the justice system. Oh, my gosh. Sister, let me tell you something. (laughs) Our people really, like pre said, they are really out of lunch. Out of lunch. Even the professors. These people got PhDs, and they still don't get it. That man would be dead in my face and was just like, you don't know what y'all talking. Like, he, in his mind, I didn't know what I was talking about. Like, and I'm saying to myself, well, I mean, it may not do what you want to do, and it may be even tedious. But, I mean, damn, nothing is just going to come. No one's going to give you anything. You know, like, stop thinking that... I mean, you gotta start wanting some type of kid cuisine. Like it just don't work like that. You gotta go out and harvest your own food. And we were talking about the justice system. You jumped, You just jumped on this chemical, this this campaign about how to judge, interact with the people. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't necessarily know how the justice system, how the court system is set up. But I mean, come on now. For the life of me, everybody don't negotiate on behalf of the fact that oh, you're just black and you're just poor. No, not everybody does that. Based, no one you know, strat uh, stratifies you based on your social economic standards. I mean, let me now just say this: there is, you know, your status. Your status may have something to do with it, but I mean, for the life of me, at the end of the day. It's the court, and it's their house. They can do what they want to do, but don't just don't just think that okay, well they're out to just get us, and then oh, your automatic answer for everything is well they can do what they want to do, and when you get a DA, I mean they're going to side with the judge. Okay, yeah that may be true, but I'm thinking well we're in a sociology and law class. Aren't you going to tell them how to how to come up with a defense at least? No. And I'm telling you, I've been suffering this for the last two weeks. This is what I've been doing because summer classes are like, you have summer courses that range in three sessions, and each session is about 30 days. I'm at my two-week two mark, and I got like two more weeks in that class. I'm telling you, sis, I can't deal. I'm only doing it because I'm getting a grade in it, and, I, and I, you know, I'm trying to finish out. The last of the classes I got, so I can graduate. I'm just like, look, you can't, <laughs> possi- you can't possibly think this is how the world. You are the to me, not even to me, sister. What do you think about that?
0: I think that he's regurgitating what he's learned. He he went through the, that system, and that's what that system teaches. Um, I mean, sociology. Um, I took a couple of sociology classes and couldn't stand it. And I I mean with a passion. Because the things that they were talking about, I thought it was just just uh complete crap. I couldn't believe that people actually believed like that. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, man, this is I don't even want to show up here no more. This is making me sick. Like mm-hmm. you know, how can you deal with this? Like, y'all actually really think this is true? And, and then, uh, even like the, the mythology, I, I just, I can't
2: deal Yeah. With, you Thank know, you. I, Bingo.
0: This is just, this is, I'm sorry. You know, I, I'm like, okay, so we don't believe in the most high, but, you know, we'll believe in, in, in a half horse, half human, you know, and I mean, just, just all kinds of crazy stuff. We'll, we'll believe that, or we'll believe in in Zen and putting rocks on ourselves, and the rocks is gonna get rid of spirits. And I, I mean, right. I'm are you serious? Like it, you believe in this stuff, but but the most high is completely absurd to you. You
4: know,
0: it's <laughs> a lot of stuff, especially that sociology and those. Um, when you get destroyed in those different theories and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm
4: just
0: oh kind of, yeah oh I, uh, yo you know where did you come up with this at how <laughs> you know hold up <laughs> you know so um, I couldn't hang with it but I I think that he's just repeating what he's learned you know which you obviously see is absolutely nothing
4: so
2: I was. Thank you. I was I was going to say that, but you were on the same page. He didn't learn anything because if he had learned it, he would basically be like, well, you know, this is this a theory, but let me tell you something. I know that this is not how it works, but because it's based on theory anyway. That's number one. Number two, you have to learn – I'm thinking that if we're dealing – Cause he don't mind talking about white people and how oh their prejudice against black people, but yeah, still when it comes to dealing with how, with talking about how to deal with a problem, I guess you're just like well, I I got twenty something students in class. I can't I don't know their life story, their circumstances, and I can't live through them. And you're right, you can't live through them. But at least if you're going to explain the justice system, explain the remedies too, because I feel like law is supposed to be. Law is equal. It's not blind. law is uh, justice is blind. I say justice is blind and justice is fair because at the end of the day, you what you put out is what you get back. That's how it works. That's how it works. And 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 it is even deeper than just the courtroom. It's about what you do in your personal life and you know it's about what you do in your personal life when no one is actually looking and how that can be leaned against you and it can carry itself out in the courtroom. A lot of people don't get that, but, again, the ways of the most high. It's not like ours, and I'm learning that. When I say I'm learning that, I'm actually learning that. But here's something I want to throw at you. We're in the class we're on something called ideal types we' were doing some, we we're dealing with something called ideal types and Weber was just basically talking about four, he gave four theory, or four ideal types of law and he rational he is called rationality uh substance uh, different types of rationality rationality is uh how Society actually functions in a rational way. And how it was set up, there is something called subs- substantive, substantive irrationality, formal irrationality, substantive, substantive rationality, informal rationality. But let me tell you how they train in the pe- let me tell you how they're defrauding the public because they're, they're trying to institutionalize people to think that American law is the supreme law of the world. This is how they're doing it. They don't, they're, they're saying, they're confining it to, uh, to the United States, saying that Western law is the supreme law of, of the Western world, but you have other students who are coming from the East or in part of the world and who are learning these different things and they're being taught that the way that they have learned about the world is wrong. Now, this is how, this is how it's set up. They put uh, substantive irrationality is uh, religious. Everything is based on uh, shamanism or divinity and you're making, you're basing your feelings on some divinity or some Godhead, that's substantive rationality. Then you have formal irrationality that says, oh, well, Moses made the law, so we must follow God because Moses made the law. Then it goes to substantial rationality where religious concepts are applied in contemporary society. You have uh, Sharia law, which is the Islamic law uh, that governs the Arab people or the uh, Muslims. And then you have formal rationality, which is bureaucratic law, or in other words, Western law, Western administrative or procedural law. I said, I don't see if anybody else sees it. I'm saying to myself, so what they did was they're basically saying that the Bible is not real law, but United States law is the only supreme law. And I saw it. And I say they're brainwashing these people through science because what they're trying to convince the people is that there is no remedy in the book that they have never even tried to apply anyway. So how would they know if it's false? Do you, you understand what I'm saying? This is, I'm telling you, this is, it's is sick For what I can see. <laughs> and I was just like, what are they going to do when people figure this out? It ain't what so long they didn't they don't got that long because this message is spreading here in Georgia about what's going on with the so called African American. People are finding out every day. You walking down the street, somebody talking about us being Israelites. And I'm like, Well, where are they finding this stuff out at? More and more people in my city are finding out about this stuff more than ever. I'm not sure how they're finding it out, but they're finding out. And if they're not finding out a finding out about us being Israelites, they're finding out us about being Moors, they're finding out that we're not African, they're finding out all different various types of things. But of course there's still the debate about the Bible that they have never tried to apply. But people are finding this stuff out. But once they figure out what's going on, what are the people who were the PhDs and the 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 uh the bachelor degrees and the doctors and the associate degree teachers and all these other different professors in our peers and teaching these people about helping to distort the facts because in their mind, the scriptures are not factual. And I was like, this is wrong. Not because we believe in it, Because before I even got to the nation, I felt connected to that book. And I had only started reading it a year before I had gotten the nation. I had never picked up the scriptures a day in my life. But as soon as I picked up that book and started reading Revelations and I reread it, I could not stop, I couldn't put it down. Because the more I started reading, I was just like, this book is weird. Like, why does it feel, why do I feel the way that I feel about this book? And when I got here, it made sense only because I I can rationalize it. I can reason with the fact that there was something about us that made sense. There there was something about us that connected us to this book, and it was economics and government. And so I knew I knew it was something, but I'm just like it's just not false because oh well you know people, you know, can quote a verse or two, it makes sense because it's applicable to any society. And it has been so since before we, since before 1492. I don't know why people think that the government just resurrected themselves.
4: <laughs>
2: because if you can see in any European part of history, anytime they created a law, the scriptures were the basis of it.
4: <laughs>
2: so, I mean, sister, I'm in the sociology class, and I'm literally suffering. I'm suffering because it's like I see what they're they're systematically, systematically training people to think that the scriptures are not a remedy for any type of law whatsoever. And I'm just like, but they make you swear on it in the court of law. You can't tell me that that's not a remedy. There's no remedy in it. (laughs)
0: <laughs> you you gonna have to do like the best you can. You're gonna have to hold on to I'm, best you can. I'm Oh my you,
2: gosh, you gotta be there. You have got to be there.
0: It I made tr- an tr- so one time and I, so I and it's just man, I'm telling you, it killed me. I'm like, what I can't you, I can't
2: imagine. You know,
0: I'm, it's hard. It's I mean, yeah. Um for us it's hard. Because we know different than what they're
4: teaching. You know? Yeah, man. But then when
0: you
2: you have our own people who tell you there is, they can do what they want to do. But you're complaining about what it is that they're doing. Oh, they're wrong. But your theory tells you that they're wrong. In so many ways, and you're saying, "Well, they can do what they want to do." But if that's your answer for why they're doing, why they're mistreating you, then you shouldn't really complain because then you're, you've already made your mind up that you, you've already accepted your fate. You're you're you've accepted your fate that hey, you know, I want to be, I want to just be stuck. For me, that's just not my. That's not my. That's not my mode of thinking anymore. And although I do have times, you know, I get where well, I lack confidence in trying to do certain things but I for the for the life of me, I have to put myself in that mindset where I could hear Free's voice saying, All right now, Cedric,
4: <laughs> you
2: better get your ass on, up, you know. And That makes me feel good because at least I know that the most I have put somebody here who cares enough about the people to see that they learn how to carry themselves. So you teach us how to carry ourselves, and then it becomes, it rests on us to actually apply it. So it's learning how to live the mindset of, Learning how to govern yourself, and that's something i've I'm working on um but I just i I see it more and more I'm getting disgusted. I'm just like, so this is what you're doing with law, this is what you're doing with what they're teaching you is teaching other people that there's just no way out. I say God forbid I would tell you i i God forbid I would tell you about uh challenging the judge or filing a counter bill. Because the judge was wrong. God forbid I tell you that because you tell me in my face, oh, no, you don't know what you're talking about. Because see, the judge, they can do what they want to do. I was like, man, look, if you say that one more time, if you say that one more time, I've heard it since I got in the class. I'm like, if I hear it one more time, I'm going to drop out, but it's too late for me to drop out. But, I just I'm tired of hearing it, and then right. the kids, the the the, the, the kids in the class, they're looking at me like, who is this guy, and why does he think he knows so much? When it's not that I think I know so much, it's just that I can mm-hmm. identify with what he's talking about, and I'm passionate about learning about the, I'm passionate about learning about court. I'm passionate about uh, learning how the court is supposed to function but you're telling us that no, they based, they run court based on your social economics and about and you, know, you being black or you being a color. Yeah, you're part. See, but that's just the thing. You're talking about things in partiality. You're not talking about things as they were designed to be because you're speaking in theory of other people. But what I'm saying is damn, have a backbone and tell us what you actually think <laughs> about this stuff. And stop <laughs> letting your answer be, oh, well, they can do what they want to do because they're capitalists. Well, damn, I mean, you go to work every day. You, 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 you come to work every day. I'm pre- and you went to, you went and, oh, you tell me we, what we were. I take him, again, for social problems. What were we talking about in social problems? We were talking about what sparked him to say. He said something on the lines of, like, he was trying to reassure me, like, I didn't know what I was talking about because he got his degree from Howard University. And I was like, well, what is that supposed to mean? Like, you shut me out because I'm telling you that, what was he saying? Oh my God, what were we talking about? We were, what were we talking about? Gender equality or blacks? I think we were talking about blacks, or we, we were talking about something dealing with African Americans or something. And I can't really recall what it was, but maybe he felt like I was trying to challenge him, and it wasn't like I was trying to challenge him. I was just saying that we can agree to, we'll agree to disagree because I just don't believe what it is that you're saying. Like, you're you're saying these things as if what you're saying is applicable in society. And that may work work for you, and you may see it that way, but that's not how it actually works. Because you don't have every judge just incriminating people who just just are down on their luck and they just do it, you know, just got caught by the police. You got people out there who do commit crimes. So they're getting what they deserve. I'm not saying that all our people never did anything, and I'm not saying that all our people are good because we've got some evil damn people among us. And and saying that they, oh, the, the judge and the criminal system is just wrong is you're just, you're babying our people, and, and that's just the thing, we don't want to be told we're wrong, but I don't know what it was I said, but this guy must have felt like I was challenging his authority because he reassured me. Well, I got uh, uh, my degree. I uh, I also took a class in gender roles, and I got my degree from Harvard, you know, Harvard University. And you should have saw the look on his face when he was saying it, like, you don't know what the hell you're talking about. You don't have no right to undermine me because I got a Ph.D. And I'm just looking at him like, well, what the hell, man, like, Chill out. <laughs> but you know, I've been dealing with this since I've been in tribes. Ever since I've been in tribes, this is the stuff I go through. I've been going through it with my professors for the last couple of years. And I guess when you're you're trying to get out, you're you're trying to get out of this mindset. Uh, You're trying to deprogram yourself, basically. And these people are steady trying to drag you in this mud with them. Because, see, they've actually done accepted their faith. They know that, hey, you know, the the federal
0: government can do what they want to do, according to them.
2: But when you, when I guess you're like us, it's like, damn, like, what was wrong with us? Like how we just decide that we just like we just have to lay down and die like that, you know? I, I don't know, man. That's just what I'm going through this summer. I hope your summer. Has, I hope you. You know what? I can't imagine what you had to go through this whole but if you ever had to go through anything like I have, you know, I can just imagine, Oh man.
0: You got it for the summer. Can you imagine if you had it for the semester?
2: Hell no! Excuse my French. I'm sorry, <laughs> but no. I'm, yeah. I'm, no 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 no.
0: <laughs> so you just you know hang in there for the couple of weeks you got
4: left. <laughs> I,
2: oh my god! It's like picking it's like picking a, a knife wound, man. It's it's <laughs> like oh man! It's like somebody pulling my the hairs off my eyelids. How?
0: But that's because you see it, you know. Cause you I know it, it is. Oh. But, you know, the people that you're in class with don't know that. You know, your professor uh, doesn't know. But, I mean, when you think about it, which is, we know how things are, are set up. Is yeah. he really wrong for what he's doing or what he's saying? You know, I mean, if you're a citizen and you belong to that government and you know mm-hmm. that government is has its own set of rules or laws or regulations, if you're going to mm-hmm in that government then you're gonna abide by those laws, rules and regulations and
1: yeah.
0: um this is this is what's up under or what is their government in compromise of. So they're going to teach that. And you yeah. as a citizen, if you're saying you're a citizen in that particular uh government, then that's what you have to learn in order to yeah. be a citizen. You took citizenship there. So they've got to teach you this, and you've got to regurgitate it. Otherwise, you're not considered to be, you know, a, a real citizen, you know, if you don't learn it. Yeah. So, I mean, in essence, are they really, you know, is it wrong? It wrong. I, and you know what? I, I I
2: agree with what you're saying. I And the reason why I say I do agree with what you're saying because I'm looking at it from a perspective of, you're right. They don't know what it is that we know, you know. But I'm I'm in the class and I'm just quiet. But I'm I'm mentally observing the things that he's saying and and I, you know because I don't want to allude, you know, or have to explain to anybody about you know why I don't. For example, you made a big deal about students bring in their voter registration card for three points. And I'm saying to myself, I say to myself, I didn't say it to anybody else, I'm saying to myself, like, I don't know, you know, I just think, I am not, you won't see one from me. I just, don't, um, <laughs> I haven't voted since 2008. I won't, you won't definitely ever see me vote again. Number two, because I'm part of a theocracy. What the hell do I need to vote for their government for? Like, I mean, it ain't benefiting us anyway. I I mean, is it? You know, like, how is that going to benefit you to vote for someone that is not going to benefit you? <laughs> That's why you're having the problems that you're having. Because you're voting for people that don't care about you. And then you're telling the students that they're voting for people that don't care about them. And then you go and turn right around and ask
4: them, to show you the registration cards. This is
2: man, look, boy. I didn't realize it was going to be that hard, and this is why I. This is why I changed my major from social work because I was taking the social work. I was in a social work major uh-huh. for like maybe a year and a half, and right. when I re- when I couldn't keep up with the. Uh, not when I couldn't keep up with the curriculum because it wasn't the curriculum was hard, they just wanted you to follow this certain order. Well so you got to take this in the semester, you got to take this in the fall you got to do. I'm like, look, I like this I pay my money to take the classes that I want to take. I don't need anybody dictating to me about what class I need to take in order to graduate. <laughs> Just tell me how to set up the classes, and I'll go from there. But don't tell me what I need to take in this right here because the thing about life is that you it's not designed to go according to your plan. This is why they never really work anyway. <laughs> and so I never got in the mode of, oh, well, I'm going to take these classes, these classes that are supposed to be taken in the spring, I'm going to take those in the spring. And then on top of that, I'm paying out of pocket. So I have financial obligations that I have to tend to as opposed to trying to keep up with these people who feel like they're running a rat race just to receive some receipt that may not be applicable in real world, in, in the corporate society. It's going right. to be based on who you know. They don't care about no piece of paper. Right. But, um, yeah, man, Uh, I I, I agree with what you're saying, sister. You know, they they don't know. But
0: I think that you may also be disappointed because they settled. You know, you have a professor who's before you who settled for that. Yeah. Um, Just can't see beyond that. And now he wants to bring that garbage to the rest of everybody else, you know.
4: Ooh.
0: You know, so think that's also where you are disturbed at. Like, come on. You know, like, you're supposed to be this. You know, this is all you got out of life. You know, yeah. you coming here telling us, like, you're not giving us anything to look forward
4: to. You
0: know? But, um, it's like, I heard somebody on my job talking, and, and, um, they were saying, all this is is just modern-day slavery. We're just modern-day slaves and going to stay this way until Jesus comes back. And that's <laughs> that. <it was. laughs> I'm sorry. You know, That's it. There, there's nothing else. You can't do nothing. That's how it's going to stay. So mm-hmm. You can't win. And for the life of me, I don't know why I opened my mouth. <laughs> really oh, boy. Because I was like, oh, I said, mm, is that how it is? And they were like, yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> I said, well, you need to go
4: <laughs> oh, man!'
0: some <laughs> or something like you need to go hook and hit the book saying um, I'm a win now and later if there's a later, you know what I'm saying like I'm a win I mean you if that's how you feel, that's what you wanna say,
4: mhm,
0: you know so you made that determination that this is all it is to life, and you gonna be a slave for the rest of your life, so you know. Right, I
4: think you need
0: to go back to the drawing board on that one. Yeah. And so he's like, "Oh, you said you gonna win.
2: That's right. That's right. <laughs> Point blank." Like, like what else did he want you to say? I'm just. Well, I will just let them shoot me in the back, or I let them, you know, arrest me and then shoot me. Like, you know, people just. But that's, I guess, that's that reprobate mind that Paul was talking about in Romans. You know. This is the reprobate mind that a lot of us have a, have fallen into and are still falling into because we don't have the we don't have people guiding us into i guess you can say effectual truth. what works because at the end of the day, like you said, it's systemic, and a lot of people are only regurgitating what it is that they have been taught, but i mean wow like. You're right, like, they're giving no, they're not giving no, no, no gleam of hope, uh, of nothing. I can't even look.
0: And, like, he said to me, he's like, well, what do you suggest I read? And I was just like, I just looked at him for a minute, and I'm like, okay. Um, You know, before I even talk to you, there's a few steps. Like, um. In my mind, I'm saying to myself, you know, when you have a baby, you give a baby milk.
4: You give them right. milk
0: before they go on the meat. You know, so I'm saying to myself, nah, bro, you can't just get meat. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, got to work your way up to the meat. Yeah. So um, the information I'm going to give you is first and foremost, you need to get connected to the source being the most high.
2: That's right.
0: And he was like, nah, that ain't it. That ain't it. Oh,
4: wow.
0: You're telling mm. me, you know, what we call that, like you're talking around stuff. Because I was basically saying to him, I said, look, um, because you've been taught and masses of people have been taught that the way that you're living now and your way of life is how things are. When someone Mm -hmm. comes along and says it's not that way, it's hard for you to receive that
4: Mm -hmm.
0: because you've been taught for so long, and everybody does it, you know. So you come Mm -hmm. along say something else it's like what you're talking about, Willie. You know. So if I, if you look at an apple and that apple's red, and I come along and say that apple's green, you um put me to shame.
4: Yeah.
0: I'm like because of that. You need to start here. Yeah. That's, that's the beginning. We can't even get to the point where, you know, your mind begins to get renewed and transformed. You got to hook up to the root first.
4: That's right.
0: So then he's saying, nah, nah, you're wrong. You're withholding information
4: and <laughs>
0: <Wow>. <laughs> saying all this stuff. And before I even said it, I said, look, um, you know, there's people who you're going to give the information, to, who are going to give them information, and they're going to tell you you're wrong. You have to be open. Before I even told him, you got to hook up with you said that. you got to be open. You can't make any definitive decisions about the information that you're given.
4: If you don't
0: know, you just don't know, but you connect to the source and you find out whether it be a year, two, or three years from now. You wait until you know. You don't make a definitive decision because right. you may not be ready at that time at that moment to receive the answer that you're looking for.
2: Right.
0: And he's like, hey. okay, I get that. I understand that. And so it's like when your mom tells you you're growing up and she tells you don't go to stove, or, you know, she gives you some type of information that's sound wisdom. But at that point in time, you can't receive it because you just want to go do what it is you want to do. But you go and do it, and then later on, you sit there saying, man, I should have listened to her. And it's like that that moment and that time where you get that. It's like an impact that happens, whereas you drop off from the information or the decision that you had previously, and now you pick up the wisdom and you know that what she's saying is correct. So at that moment of impact is where your mind was transformed or renewed because now you have a new sense of being or a new sense of knowledge or wellness. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to tell them in order for that to happen, you need to start at the root, at the heart of this. So like the scriptures say, ask, speak, knock on the door, but <laughs> mm-hmm. shall be open unto you. Now, you understand
4: scriptures, or you're familiar with scriptures,
0: and I know you know that that's what it says. So start right there. And he said, yeah, but, you know, they're still withholding information from me, and, you know, that's not right. If you have wisdom, um, Jesus never withheld information from people. And what you're doing is not right. And, and enlightenment is not the beginning of it. And I'm saying to myself, "You're okay, uh, what you're calling enlightenment, okay, I understand. But I never said that was the beginning. I told you to go to the source as being your beginning. You know, get rooted first. Right. So, I mean, how is it that you going to try to receive, you want to, you're want looking for an answer, right. but you don't want to go to the source. You have to get in these scriptures and find out who you are. You don't want to pick mm-hmm. up the book. Mm-hmm. Then I can't do anything for you. I can't impart anything. I can't give you anything. That's right. You're not teachable. If you're going to tell me, you're going to come and ask me for knowledge. Or ask me for wisdom and yet you can't receive it, you're gonna tell me what it's not. I don't think no it's not that. What can I do? <laughs>
4: nothing.
0: Nothing whatsoever. So now I'm gonna be wrong and you're gonna be right.
2: <laughs> and suffering at the same time.
0: Right. Wow, man.
4: That's sounds...
0: um I'm like, you know what, I gotta move on. <laughs> yeah. You know, I got to move on. I don't have time for this. Go ahead. You know, I'll just be wrong, man. You know, you'll, you'll see where you Maybe one day you'll understand, you know. And I didn't want to fully come out and say, you can't give a baby meat, you know. Right. <laughs> you got to give them milk first. Yeah. You know, I don't want to come out and say that because I don't want to offend,
4: you man, know. Man.
0: But, you know, just like one of them just, I'm like, nah, 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 man. You know, another thing. To, to have wisdom is you got to know how to give it. You know, you have to know how to impart it to someone, and if they're not ready to get me, me you don't give it to them. Yeah.
4: Because
0: it hurts them. And I'm not supposed to be responsible for anybody getting jammed up, you know, on any information or nothing that I gave out. You can forget that.
2: Right. And, you know, the one, the one thing, well, the first thing I say is you did You did very well with that because a lot of times we'll get in most of us, if not all of us, who know this stuff or are, I guess you can say, quote, unquote, what they're calling conscious, I guess. They'll get in the habit of trying to teach someone something that they never really have applied themselves. That's number one. And then number two, you, you know, People are looking for they're looking for a way out, but number, but there's only two. There's two things with that. They're looking for a way out. They want you to help them fix their problem right then and there. And then number two, they don't want to. They don't want to try uh, to look for. They don't want to try to do it themselves. And when you told him that he needs to get connected with his creator. I guess he felt like, and then, and then it was his ego talking, you know. I guess he felt like, in it, creator. I'm a man. I, you know, I, I manage my own destiny, and that's why you, that's why you're suffering because you think that your life is your own, and it really did. It only, did, it didn't take me until coming here to realize that it's not really set up that way. Yeah, we, it's like someone creating a corporation, and then you're, just, you're the CEO of the corporation. But you have that major boss over you. You have that major boss over you. Or in, the, in our case, we have that major boss that's in us, that at the end of the day, you know, is going to be the determining factor of what is going to go on with our lives. You know, and we have to steer the company in the way in uh, in the right direction in order to keep it afloat. Because we can we can steer it in a bad direction, but the consequences are gonna be fatal, you know. So this is what we have to learn and even with um what is it, the uh, political theorist John Locke, he talked about that. You know, I took political theory a couple of semesters ago and he talked about how our bodies were not our own, and he and how you know that he said that our bodies are not our own, and that they are designed to show God's power. Like he said something in that notion. This is John Locke, like he he was a, a political theorist, one of the supposed political theorists at the turn of the fifteenth or sixteenth century. And I was just like, man, these people, the the thinking, like, these people knew, you know, even then that God was nature, that nature was, uh, you know, our source. But they didn't try to reveal it to us because they knew we had already knew that, but they tried to suppress it from us because we had already sinned against them. So they they, they gave us a prescription of law. My whole thing with the situation with people like the guy you met is that, When you gave him advice and he didn't want to hear it, and then you felt like, "Darn, you know, well, what is it that you're really looking for besides something that you know you need? You need to get connected with who you are first, because without knowing who you are, you don't, you don't have a way out."
0: So, yeah, I'm like, hold up, hold up, let me get this (laughs) straight. I said, you're coming to me because you want to know the information that I have, but yet you're telling me that what I'm giving you is not what it is. Mm, I'm like, you don't even know what it is, but yet you can tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, really? Really? Okay. You know, and, and now I'm wrong because you keep saying the people
4: who are in the darkness
0: Um, and then there's people who are in the light. So how are the people in the darkness going to learn what the people in the light know unless the people in the light tell us? And I'm sitting here like, I'm telling you. (laughs) Mm. I'm telling you where to start, but you can't perceive it. Yeah. You know, I'm like, you don't see it. So I said, if someone in the light comes to someone in the dark and they tell the individual in the dark, they instruct them. And the individual in the dark can't receive it, they reject it. What is the individual in the light going to do?
2: Exactly. What are you supposed to do? <laughs> I mean, exactly, like, what are you supposed to do after that? Because at the end of the day, they've already been, they, they already have a determining factor that it just can't be done. So they have to rest on it can't be done. And you have to accept the faith that they have accepted and just do what you've been doing. Because, you know, what priests have told us many times is you can't live other people's lives. And that's just the thing, especially if we don't know. But see, we know now, but if they don't know or if we were in a situation where we didn't know and we were trying to live their lives for them, it only makes their lives more confusing. But now that we do know, you know, what to make of our lives, it be more, is that just that much difficult to explain to someone who doesn't really, who can't even fathom that life could be that way because they've been stuck in this mindset, you got to get a job, you got to go to school, you gotta pay your taxes, and you gotta stay black, and you gotta die. And it's like, darn, it's that What you got to do? And <laughs> you know, I no, I like seriously. I remember what was it? This is uh, I think in American government. Doctor Jordan, really great guy. He was uh he's an older guy. He's a uh, professor. Out of, I think he got a PhD. Well, he got a PhD because he's a doctor. And he said one thing that really pulled my eyelids. He bust out and said, Yeah. Because uh like I said, all I got oh yeah, you gotta pay your taxes. All I gotta do is stay black, pay my taxes and die. I said, Well wow. Well thanks us thanks for you giving us some hope in life when we get out of college. Stay black, pay taxes and die. <laughs> I was like there is no hope for these adults.
4: <laughs>
2: these adults, like these, the older generations are just, they are really fueled for the fire, man. They, they, they're they, ready. There's just dry twig, just ready to be tossed into the fire. Just, They're just ready. They're so thirsty, but they, they're dried out, man. It's like no hope for them. And it's, it's sad to see them that way. But, again, they had to live before we did. And they had oppressors before we had oppressors. And they were institutionalized before we were institutionalized. So the cycle would only have to break with us. And it's hard for them, especially when you're telling them these things, because they feel like now you're challenging their authority. And I think that was part of the situation with the guy, you know, who you were dealing with. He felt like you were just trying to challenge his you were playing on his intelligence. Like, oh, you're talking about God this and God that. But, I mean, what what's the real answer? That is the real damn answer. What do you think? Well, who do you think the Jewish people go to when they want the problem? They go to God too. But they do it in a way that is in accordance with the scriptures. Because they know how to apply it. And they know that. And they know this is why they've been long standing for these, for 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 so many decades, or so many centuries, or so many, uh, for for I guess a millennium, if you will. But they have been successful. But um, one thing I know for sure, man, this this deprogramming has really need. Uh, they need to put some some. Uh. They need to to go into a mass overhaul quick because Shalom, brother Andrew.
5: Brother Andrew!
4: Man! Shalom, Mm -hmm. brother, where you been at, man? Shalom, brother.
5: Been here and
0: there. Shalom, brother.
2: Well, Shalom, brother. Shalom, loved one. Shalom, brother. Man, it's like (laughs) well, it's good to hear from you, man. Well, I'm just glad to hear from you. Uh, What's going on with
5: you, brother? Like, are you okay? Like, yeah, yeah, I yeah, appreciate that. Uh, yeah, am I right? I just something wrong with my phone server. My phone server doesn't allow me to log into none of the classes except this one. But, but, but I just haven't been logging on um, to this class lately because I've been trying to take care of some things and okay for that. sort. yeah,
2: well, you know, um. I'm just glad to hear from you, man, because you know I reached out to you and I just want to know if you're okay. But now you're—I know you're okay, and I'm okay. Cause you know I say this all the time. You know when you have when you're you're around your sheep, brethren, and you know you have a connection with them, and you don't hear from them, it's like you want to know where you feel like you've lost. It. You feel like you lost the sheep. I, and I hear that. So you wanna know, hey, is he all right? You know, cause you're yeah. my brother.
5: Most and definitely, ask as well. You're my brother as well. I, I ain't gotta tell you, you, you got You already know. I, you know, loved ones. You already know. It's just that I ain't have my, my internet. got locked off and Mister Shutter. i out trying to look for your number. I don't. I don't know, man. I can't find your number in my phone. I can't find your number. Um, operator number I have, but it's all kind of mixed up, man. My phone service is messed. Like every time I try to call, it doesn't even let me. It doesn't. The phone doesn't even ring. When I press send, automatically just goes straight to dial tone. Um, you call that thing where it makes the beep sound automatically.
2: Man, I don't know what's going on with that, brother. That yeah. sound like that. That don't even sound like a phone problem. That sounds like like maybe somebody done tapped into the server that most of you guys are using and just kind of like shut it off or something. I don't know. I mean, I mean, I can't explain it any other way. That don't sound like just a phone problem. Right.
4: That right.
2: sounds like
5: something else, you know? I, I do the... I don't, I don't mean, I, I, I don't know what it is, but like, i I called the phone server, I told them about the situation. They told me it's not even a situation they can fix. I have to call, um, Brock talk. Or I have to call, um, the, the other lines, right? I have to call them and, and figure out what it is. It's just mixed up, so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't mean to take too much time of 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 a nation's time, you know. um I could clarify myself at a later, at a later note. But I appreciate the love, most definitely. I know, Ima Yaru and many other individuals sent out their love, I appreciate it.
2: Yeah,
4: man, Thank we I'm so. just
2: glad to hear from you, brother. I'm just glad to know that you're okay and, you know, because, I guess because a lot of us had got used to hearing you on fellowship, so when you weren't here, you know it was noticeable, and um, a lot of us asked, you know, where's our brother? So I'm just glad that you're here, brother, and we love you, and you know, all praise to the Most High, just knowing that your well-being that you've been kept. We were just talking about some things that we had been going through. over the last whatever, you know. And like I was telling uh, Sister Ruth, Octi Ruth, you know, hey, where you're dealing with, when we're dealing with people outside of ourselves, trying to offer them, you know, they, they, they're trying to figure out where they need to start at with dealing with their issues in life. And if you're telling them to go to the most high and they reject that, it's like, what do you do? You know, you only do what you can do, what you've been doing. You give them the seed, and if they do, if it does not sow, uh, or if they they reject the seed, hey, I mean, not really much you can do about it. But just rest assured that these people have already damaged themselves because number one, they never really given it a chance, you know. And that's why we suffer because we just we've been programmed to think that. All oh, this Bible is the devil. There's no remedy in that. And the people who are actually using it are are have maintained their society for a long, long while. Even their deviant behavior. You know, so like you say, like you know, like you said, sister Ruth, you know, what else are you supposed to do? You're supposed to just Whoever else comes along, you keep trying to sow your seed, man, because at the end of the day, you know, there's gonna come a time where what I I realized there was a point in, I used to hear it when I was younger, where Caucasoids in these movies used to always say, The day of reckoning is coming. The day of reckoning is coming. And I looked at that word previously and it and that word reckoning, it means to uh Uh, accountability Hmm. the day of accountability is coming and these people have to show what they've been doing with the time and the energy that have been put in them what has been conducive upon what they have been using their time to do they have to be held accountable for it and if they don't change and don't see the error of their ways before the new government comes in because it's coming they are going to be in a heap of trouble, and it's it ain't looking too good for a lot of our bro, our brothers and sisters. It's not looking too good for them either. But we gotta keep on trucking, man. Brother Andrew, you have been here in quite some time, brother. Is there anything that you want to put on the record? Like, have you is there anything in the news that you've seen lately? You probably want to touch upon or anything at all, man. It's just.
5: You know, know, uh, first and foremost, um, once again, shalom to the loved ones on the call. Um, Yeah, I I came across um, uh, truth. The the title is called Truth Reconciliation for Aboriginals. And um, pretty much what that has been is they had, I guess you could call them reserve schools where a bunch of, uh, where the Roman Roman Catholics pretty much would take the aboriginals and teach them about Roman Catholicism and things of that sort. You're right. It, exactly right. They took away from their heritage. And when I was reading on the news, they were saying that they found like over 60,000 bodies just... Yeah, over sixty thousand bodies just just in the ground.
4: And mm. thirty
5: of those bodies were children. Oh wow. Um, yeah. And um they're getting reconciliation about one point I think it's I'm going down. One point something billion dollars. Um hmm? Yeah, and, and and it is supposed to be going up. I I heard that as well, right? Um and the thing about that it's 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 real man. I was hearing the actual there was an elderly lady, a, na- a native, an elderly Aboriginal lady. She was speaking. She said something, she said um she said um the yellow man she said the little yellow man Ah, uh, what did she say? The little yellow man was given his eyes or something of that sort, and the little red man was given the earth, and the little black man was given his spirit. Right. So wow. when I heard that, when I heard that, she was identifying, um, she was identifying the yellow man as. Said, uh, said more by Chinese-looking kind of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, the little red man, she was identifying the little red man to be the actual natives, yeah. and the little black man, she was identifying to be uh, like the Negroes in a sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she's basically making mention that these people, they are given these things, but they don't operate as if they have these things. Right. And it really, was, it really was kind of heart-touching to me, because even though these people were taken from their, their, their homes and treated as if what they know is less than what another nation leaves so, they heard of the fact that another nation had to come in and revamp the mind of that individual, and at the same time, many of certainly didn't have the opportunity to learn about themselves about their, their, their about the value of their culture, the value of their heritage and that's real sad that's real sad because even my own my own little son you know he for for some that's actually my motivation that was actually my motivation for me to learn this Bible, through the spirit of the High first and foremost. Because I say, you know, I don't want no man to come tell my son foolishness about his book and put fear in his heart. Because I, I, I've I had that done to me. Somebody yeah. put fear in my heart. Oh, this rapture is going to come. And if you don't, whatever the case it be you know, they take away the spirit. You know, they take that away from you. And if somebody takes it away from you before you can even embrace it. Yeah. Oh, uh, man, that's... that's huh. You know, so... I've heard many things, but for now I'm just I know. Yes, sir. We were just man. That's funny
2: because we were just talking about this earlier. We were uh, Octi Booth and I. I uh, was uh, expressing to her how you know I'm in. I'm dealing. I'm in this class where we're we're dealing with law and society, but. What I couldn't understand is why is it that every time... Now, I don't want to drag this in the mud because I dragged it long enough, but the the thesis for me was why is it that everything that you're trying to... Your only answer for why the people in the law aspect or the legislative aspect or the people who are considered to be capitalists are doing the things that they're doing is because they're rich or they're wealthy and they can do what they want to do. Like, if that is your explanation for everything in life, then you have given no hope to the people who are about to graduate from this institution because they have already accepted that there is no winning in this society. They have been set up for failure and they have to accept that. And I said to Auntie Ruth, it pains me to be in a classroom with a man who claims to have a Ph.D. who thinks that society is run, you know, that society is just one way, when in history we can see that society is not that way, because before we even became who we were, we were sitting right where they were, and we were doing the things that we were doing, good and bad. And the thing that we fail to recognize is that history always seems to repeat itself. It's just that, yeah, there's always going to be good and bad times for every person on the face of the earth, but don't go selling me some story about, oh, well, the lawyers they can do what they want to do. The judge they can do what they want to do. The rich they're going to do what they want to do. Okay, well if that's the story of your life, fine. But you're not going to sit and tell twenty five students who are about to who may practice law or who may practice uh, who, who may practice law. Let me just say some of them are not law majors. Some of them are not criminal justice majors. Some of them are well, some of them are criminal justice majors. Some of them are homeland security majors. Some of them are sociology majors. I just happen to be a political science major. And if you're sitting there telling us that there is just no way out for you because you're just black, you get to take taxes, and you're going to die.
4: What did you learn with
2: your studies? Obviously, you can't apply them. You're just telling us that, oh, the courtroom is doing you the way they're doing you because you're black. That's impartial. You're speaking in impartiality because you're not telling them that they're black not because of the color of their skin, but they're black as a social status. Because oh, uh, off the off uh, the roof. Are you still online? Off the roof.
4: Oh.
2: Praise the Lord. That's what it was. Remember earlier I was telling you how I was in social problems and the, and the professor was telling, and I was telling the professor about, um, you know, the professor was telling me about how you got his uh, PhD from Howard and he had just look on his face like, well, you're trying to tell me one thing and I'm trying to, you know, well, this is what it was. This is what sparked the, this is what sparked the conversation. I'm going to try to make it brief because I, I didn't realize the time. What happened was we were in a classroom and we were talking about Social caste system And I said Well did you ever think that there?" I said have you ever heard of a caste system He said yes I'm familiar with a caste system I said yeah I said yeah I said the United States has a caste system And it's modeled pretty much After the Indian caste system Uh, They have the Brahmas And the Vishnus and all these other different You know they have a four class Caste system And the United States caste system mimics that I say, and I say, to give you an example, I say, it's funny, I say, because people identify themselves as black, I say, take this sister here, for instance, we can see that she is clearly brown-skinned, but she has been termed to be black. I said, I said that she's been stigmatized as being black, not realizing that they, that's a social status and not the color of her skin. I say, and so we, when we look at people like, and for instance, Obama, why is he, being considered, even though he's the president of the United States, why is he still being treated like he's like you're calling him the first black president, but he's being treated as if he's a peasant, because that is the status of the, that's the status of the term black, and he's like, well, what you're saying, well, I understand what you're saying, but what you don't what you don't understand is that there's something called a master status. See, because people don't approach Obama based on him being black. They approach him as being the president. Yes, but he's still being stigmatized as a so-called African-American male. So he's giving me this washed-up theory about master status. And I'm just like, that man, first of all, that man ain't even considered to. He's not what you call – he's African-American, but he's not one of us. That's number one. And then number two, you're talking about somebody that you don't really know too much about because from what I can understand, this man is Nigerian, and he's supposed to be, quote-unquote, German-Jewish. So you don't understand that he's been put there. I don't want to go on a, you know, rant and basically say – you know, hey, you don't know that much about this man and they think you're talking conspiracy theory. So I just said, well, guess what, sir, I'll agree to disagree. We'll agree to disagree because I'm, I know what I was talking about. I tried to get, this, I tried to get him, to, I tried to see or pull his tail to see if he knew what I was talking about. He said he knew what I was talking about, but like I bust out and I told him. You say, I'm saying to myself, you say you're sitting here calling yourself black and then you wonder why they mistreat you. But then you bust out to tell me, well, I, you know, that was one of my majors in in college, um, because I got my Ph.D. from Howard. I said, well, look at him all up in his feelings, like like I stepped on his toes or something, you know.
4: <laughs> all in all, yeah, he,
2: he, exactly. That was my response. Ha ha. ha. <laughs> you know, I had to laugh because I was just like, this dude here, I I, I he's I think he's a fuck. he's he's passionate about what he does but he's a joke. He's a joke. Because there's no way you can tell me you have a PhD and this is what you decide to do with it. You decide to teach rhetoric. That's what you're teaching is rhetoric. But um, for time's sake, I have a meeting I have to go to at this particular moment. Uh, You, brothers and sisters, can stay on the line if you want to. Um I'll come and check back to see if you guys are still here to um to uh turn off the uh what is it the recording. You guys are welcome to stay here if you want. But uh I love you, brothers and sisters, and I will see you again here next week, uh, God willing. Um I love you and shalom.
3: Shalom. Shalom. Thank